girl, you can't say that. Bitch, it's You can't hear that. Nah. Fix your hair. Fix your face. <gasps> right. <laughs> Did I step out the box again? What are we talking about today? Oops, my bad. Cold switch. Hi, I'm a professional. Fuck <laughs> that shit. Y'all know I be playing. Enter at your own risk. Cause sis, this is your talk. Evie here speaking, so let's get into it. Hey beautiful people, I know it's been a minute, it's been a minute, but I needed to take some time to grow and expand and figure out where directions I was going because I was a little bit in circles, but I'm back. I heard this quote from Toni Morrison and it said, I'm gonna read it to you. I stood at the border, I stood at the edge and I claimed it as center. So she was in an interview. Uh, it's significant to know that the lady across from her was a white and she was interviewing Toni Morrison about how she only includes black characters in her book. And she was saying, does she think she's limiting her space? Now, when she was talking, she was ab actually kind of trying to jab her, right? Trying to tell her like, listen, black people don't read your book, right? Because she goes on to talk about, you know, the people who read and who's going to indulge. And Toni Morrison was cool and chill. And she basically was saying she was creating her own space. When she says, I claimed it as center, it hit me. Like listening to that, I was like, ooh, oh my goodness. Right, because I think about when I first started Star With Teens, those of you who don't know me, right? Ugh, almost 20 years ago, I started a nonprofit organization really because I was doing social work and I felt like there was rules I needed to create, right? And so here I am again with your community. And I feel like there are rules I need to create, not because I want to stand at the edge, but because I want to claim it as center. I know that sometimes I say things and I do things that are like, oh, she's not supposed to. But I want it to be normal. I would like it to be normal for us to claim center. I want it to be normal for us to like go out of the box and still feel safe. I often tell my kids, right, question everything, right? We talk so much about religion in this house because we've read, not the whole thing, but we've read the Bible, the Quran, right? We've studied um, Rastafarian, like we've studied these things so that we can understand where the parts connect and disconnect and how to make abnormal normal, how to claim the edge as center. That's so important in life, right? And I think about these last few years, um, going back to therapy and trying to find my safe space has been really uh, life shifting for me because I had to truly feel what I was feeling, right? I, I know a lot of us just kind of move, right? Especially as folks that's from the gutter. We just move, we just kind of, hustle our way through life, whether it's going to work every day or taking care of our kids or making sure bills are paid, we don't really stop to think. That's why most of us don't have budgets. We don't have conscience reflection of childhood. We don't even think about mental health, PTSD, ADHD, all of this, ED, right? We don't think about these things because we're like, yes, I was hyper, but I was just hyper. I kept going. Yes, I was this, but I just moved. You're right. I was raped, but I, I got to live anyway. Like those are real things that happen to us that we don't stop and process because we're too busy moving. 
But the truth is we got to process them in order to create a true safe space. In order to indulge in love, be loved, you got to have a safe space. And so I, I, over the years, had to really look at myself and ask why I was giving so much when I wasn't feeling like my cup was full. I felt like I wasn't receiving. I felt like there were so many people that call me that I can't call. And that's not a dig, that's not a dig. So I don't want anybody to take this out of the box. But the truth is, I think about like, I've helped start at least seven businesses in the last two years, right? But when I'm shifting and changing and growing my business, who do I call? I've helped lots of things like budgeting and stuff like that. And then who do I call when I need help? I feel like I was having this struggle. People were even calling me for relationship advice. And if you ain't never experienced me in relationships, I just don't get into them. I don't. I don't get into statements of committal, contract, titles. I haven't in nine years. So for people to be calling me, asking me for relationship advice, I'm like, but how? And then when I finally find the, the edge, I think I might have, who am I calling? So I had to really reflect on that. I had to really like sit back and think about that. And so I had to recreate my space. Not that I got rid or I'm uh, not friends with, but I had to recreate my space. I had to say to people, Dad, I feel like I need you for this. I had to be open to other friendships, right? When I started to dig heavy into my cosmetology world, right? Because I was doing hair on the side all my life. But when I started to really say, this is my business, I needed other cosmetology friends, right? That I could call for advice, that I could call to vent, that I could like link up with for, for vendors, all, all of these things you need. I didn't have any. I've been doing hair for people around me for so long, I didn't have anyone else who was doing hair or makeup or beauty. So now I have like a whole beauty team of friends and business partners and, and space that has became safe, right? Going back to the Tony, going back to Tony, I, I feel like that is a part of it. That is a part of it because we so often do all these abnormality things and we forget that they don't have to be abnormal. I don't have to be abnormal. I can say it is okay for me to love cosmetology and education and claim it as normal. And I needed to make sure my safe space around me allowed that, allowed me to claim both those things as normal. So I just want people to like sit back, take a minute and think about what their safe space looks like or doesn't look like. Like, do you have someone for every piece of your life? Do you allow someone into every piece of your life? Because that's more important, right? I was real good, real good at being, not being seen though. Like there are so many people that call me their friend that don't know me. Like so many people. And that's my fault. That ain't their fault. It ain't because they ain't been real. It ain't because they ain't been honest. It ain't because they ain't been my friend because they have been. It's because I haven't allowed myself to be real 
and to be centered. I have been a weirdo for so long that I allowed myself to feel like I was on the edge and I, I couldn't, what I felt and what I thought and what I did wasn't normal. So I'm gonna just be abnormal. It's friends that are truly indulged in who you are. Like I have a friend and I, I'm trying my hardest not to say names so much, but I'm gonna use hers, Neek, right? We've been through some shit, okay? Like seriously, like we're now like you, you don't like me, whatever. But we also have always seen each other. We've always allowed our uniqueness to be our uniqueness. That's like one of my one friends that never offers me a drink, ever, ever, right? The whole not drinking thing makes people so uncomfortable, right? I don't know why my not drinking makes other people uncomfortable. <laughs> I've never understood it, but that's a problem. Now don't get me wrong. I allowed that to be a part of my edge and it didn't have to be. And it wasn't until I went to therapy where I realized that that was me responding to my trauma. So I had me some wine lately, just not outside my house. But my point is you gotta allow people to love you for who you are, but you can't do that until you love you. You can't do that until you realize that you are normal, that you're not always on the edge, on the border. You're not a weirdo for being abnormal to the person next to you. You just need to find more people next to you. And you don't gotta get rid of the people that are standing next to you because they, I'm sure, aren't harming you. You know, if they're harming you, get, you throw them things away. But if they're not, you just need to add people to your table. Right? And if you're offended by somebody adding people to your table, then you aren't here for me anyway. Right? Because friendships are about indulging in us. Right? It's not about keeping me to you or you to me. Right? It's about I'm looking out for your well-being, you're looking out for my well-being. So if my well-being is about I need new people at this table to add to whatever's sitting at the table at the moment, that's fine. And your life shifts, your life grows. You know, what I do today ain't gonna be what I'm doing in five years. I know, because that's just how my life has felt. That's just how the pattern of what's happened to Yvonne Daniels. Every time I turn around, my name is ringing in a different bell. And I'm okay with that because I'm still trying to grow up and figure out who I'm gonna be when I grow up, right? I mean, I know sometimes people see me as an adult, but I don't know if I'm there yet. I feel like I haven't really finished starting. I haven't really figured out what my center is. I am still crawling around the edges to find my center. But best believe when Toni Morrison shouted that out, I was like, yes, sis. Because that lady was coming for her, telling her that what she was doing, that's my dog. Telling her that what she was doing was abnormal. She also told her in the same message that it wasn't working and it wasn't right. She said, do you think that's the right way to go about it? Like she was telling her, you might want to write some different books. Because how are you going to be a writer? And we know, we know she's a prize winning writer now, right? For her stories, her fictional stories based on facts of the hardships on Black Americans. And when I say Black Americans, you know I'm talking mostly about the Native Americans and then them slave ships that came over. But the point is, she wasn't telling a story necessarily for everybody's indulging, but she was putting it at center saying, everybody has a right to indulge. You have a right to like or not like or, or figure out what is your middle, but this is my center. 
This is my truth and I'm going to live in it. And I'm not going to let you tell me what I'm doing is edgy. I'm not going to let you tell me what I'm doing is not right. It's not okay. It's, it's obscure because she's speaking her own truths, right? And we so hard, especially on this social media world. What? Social media has got people confused. Everybody has a voice. Therefore, everybody thinks their voice is dominant. They think because their feelings are hurt by someone else, they're allowed to tear that person down. They think because they feel some type of way, they get the right to just say it whenever. And right, First Amendment, blah, blah. But the point is, when I'm on social media, right, I'm on social media for my social reference. If you don't like it and want to be indulged in it, click off, right? I feel, never feel the need to go on someone else's social media and comment under it. I don't like that chicken. I never understood it. Right? I never understood it. Let them live in their center. Let them live in their space. And if you don't like their space, all you got to do is move. Right? It's different when somebody comes in your space. Then you got to protect it. But if I'm in my space, with my voice, doing my thing, why do you got to claim it as edge? Like that reporter, like, I just don't understand. What was your purpose? Did you bring her on an interview? so that you can kind of knock her down and tell her, hey, you need to write some books that I like, when there's tons of books already. You know, and she made that statement. She said, listen, there are so many books where you're already at the center of them. Pick those books up if that's what you choose. But these books, these books right here is my center. And that's so important for us to understand that everything doesn't have to be for everybody. And I think we're a little bit confused that e equality does not mean equal. We don't all have to have the same things to be happy. If I like chocolate ice cream and you like vanilla, I'm gonna get chocolate and you get vanilla. Why do you need to force me to eat vanilla because you like it? It's just weird. That's it, it's just weird. Making someone else's center the edge is weird. That's the statement. I always try to figure out what my statement is going to be at the end because you know I just be rambling. But that's the statement. My statement is trying to make my center the edge is weird. And I won't try to make your center the edge because that's weird. So let me be in my own weird space at the center of my normal. That's it for me, people. This one's short and sweet. I'm living at the center of my normal. I hope you are too, boo. So I tried to make this professional outro, but it didn't happen. So just thanks for listening. This is Evie with your talk. You can go watch our YouTube videos. There's plenty up there for your watching. Your first, YVR as always. You can go to the website, yourfirst.com. And you can always click the little button to come talk to me. Come talk with me. Come talk at me because I don't mind the banter. But whatever you do, keep listening. We'll be back again in two weeks. Thanks, guys.